1: Part of the season. Best part of the year. You know what I mean? This is when you can dream, Samuel. We know, we know Joey Lightyears prefers this to the NBA finals. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh so somebody said that Kirk Lakeup was actually in his seat the entire time. What not just for the Warriors game, but for every single game that was in the uh, California Classic. Meanwhile, Bob Myers was uh buying popcorn and uh getting some beer, so You know this is that's the real GM Sam. He is locked (laughs) in the shadow GM. (laughs) (laughs) Kirk, don't miss, baby, friend of the show. Yeah, I was good. So we got a we got a bunch of mailbag questions here. We are recording this Wednesday the sixth on the eve of the Las Vegas Summer League. Warriors do not play until Friday, so if news breaks between now and then, forgive us. Um, Jama, who's coaching the Summer League team? Uh, future Ooh. i'm calling my shot right now he will be a future nba head coach and a successful one future warriors um, head coach John you know we'll, we'll see we'll see if steve retires after yeah. steph retires um <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised but who knows that's so far wouldn't, wouldn't be boys. a bad thing by the way the stuff you hear about jama uh, as people who I cover mean, toronto they love him yeah. over there so also i mean it's been covered Uh, worked with Wiggins perfecting his shot, worked with Kuminga. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good coach anyway. um, He just did media. And so based off the way he said it, it does not sound like Wiseman's playing Friday night and maybe not even the following game. They're trying to get his conditioning up. Um, And then Kuminga who just came back from the Congo, they won't say, my gut says he also doesn't play Friday. If there, if he just got, if he just flew back at, two days ago and they don't care that much. I wouldn't be shocked if they held him out of the first one, but okay. it's unknown at this point. End of the day. I think we all want to see Wiseman because of how long he's missed. Like he he's needs the, to get he, on a court. He he is the Loch Ness monster. Uh, I, I know this is a story <laughs> of, of when we were younger, but yeah, I just, we haven't seen him. He's supposed to be, you know, full of potential and all of that. So hopefully he's healthy to play. Hopefully they're not rushing him. That's all, you know, that's, that's all I've got, man kuminga i don't think he needs to play in summer league Mm because he's healthy and we saw him in the season he just needs to work but Mm -hmm. i would like to watch him because it'll be fun to watch him in a setting where like he gets you know first option touches i really want to see that that'd be fun um he also tore down the house last year in summer league with like probably the best dunk of the entire thing i mean he's He'd just be fun to watch. But I think we all agree. Wiseman's the, the bigger story. We just need to see him on the court. Man. Yeah, that's the other way around that. That's that's just got to see him play. Uh Kuminga's interesting because um we watch Moses Moody. I know you're going to bring him up here. But uh Moses Moody in the summer league setting, not, not the best setting for him. He's just not that type of player. He's not a pickup. Let me get the rock and do my thing player. Kuminga is. Kuminga definitely is. Uh, at least his mentality is so. I, I think it's just a lot more fun to watch Kaminga. Moses Moody is like, can we get the core three guys around him so that Moses Moody can do all the glue stuff that that makes him so good, right? So, um, yeah, yeah so, I mean, summer, summer league's for not Kuminga. for the glue guys. No. Summer league, no, summer league is for the. Um, it, you know, this this is why it sucks that Ryan Rollins is hurt because he would have probably yeah. shown out a little bit of summer league. Summer League is for the yep. guards who want to score. Jordan Poole never got a second, he ne- never got a summer league to show out because of COVID. He would have taken off at this. I remember Josh Shelby back in the day. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, Look know. at that name he just threw out there. Shelby was incredible. He was supposed to be an all-star after that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, let's get to some questions here. We got some great questions on the show today. All right, so from LF's, uh, LFC Cred Nation, people on here love talking about the most negative outcome of the season with regards to the kids not being able to contribute off the bench. But if all three of Kuminga, Wiseman, and Moody all manage to make pool strides in the future, what is this team ceiling over the next three to five years? Uh, One pushback I have on that question is that in order to make Jordan Poole like strides in the future, it'll require the team to give them the amount of minutes that Jordan Poole got in that first two years of his career. And he only got those minutes because the Warriors were terrible. The Warriors, you presume, Sam, are not going to be terrible uh, in the next couple of years. So if you extrapolate literally the minutes out, like would it take three years for Jonathan Kamingo, for example, to play the amount of minutes that Jordan Poole played the first couple of seasons. Right. So I think that's what makes it very difficult because a lot of what Jordan Poole, how he got better was that dude, he was just bad when he started, he was just bad and he played through it and he learned through it and he worked through it. And now he's very, very good. So I I think that's, it's tough to do while you're winning basketball, trying to win basketball games. Yeah. Just on the minutes thing. That's an interesting point. Um, pool played 2300 minutes his first two years kuminga actually played about half of that in year one so honestly if he keeps developing year three might be the year he pops i mean the thing with most players is Mm -hmm. it's usually year three maybe year four where you see the explosion these guys are entering year two wiseman also entering year two and in some ways kind of still in year year one when you consider the the setback so i in three to five years, I think what's exciting is if Kuminga and Wiseman and Moody end up in that Jalen Brown range, um, that's even probably – the Jalen Brown, Robert Williams range, and you have a 37-year-old Steph, that could wreak some havoc because Steph could be 37, 38. He's still going to get gravity. He's still going to draw defenders to half court. He's still going to freak everyone out because of his shooting ability. But now you got kind of a more athletic cast around him to finish it. Maybe Steph isn't going to be averaging 30 points a game at that point, but maybe those guys are all contributing about 20, you know, something like that. I think that's a very optimistic best case in three years. They could be kind of a hyper athletic team like the Boston Celtics, but with Steph driving the ship in maybe more of a 20 to 25 point per game role yep um and obviously that with that comes the assumption that they all learn how to play good defense by that they all have the tools to be defenders young players in defense you know sometimes it comes quick sometimes it takes a long time but they all have the tools that's kind of my best case for them um but honestly i would take any of them popping in year two i was going to say you aren't <clears throat> asking all three to pop is, is really tough. And and there's a relative kind of uh, amount of pop that they're going to have. Like for example, Moses Moody is probably more in line with a, lower ceiling but extremely high and valuable role player right Mm -hmm. think like a dorian finney smith or something and then like you said like kaminga could end up a a Jalen brown or Pascal siakam but he could also end up being somebody that's not very good same with wiseman so you really just for me you want just one of the guys between kaminga and wiseman a pop and then if the other one doesn't it doesn't that's just how the nba works it's not specific to the warriors that's just that's just how it goes. Right. Look at look at every team that tanks that tries to figure it out. Only one of those guys most likely is going to pop. So I think Moses Moody probably ends up being relatively good as a basketball player throughout his career. But of Kaminga and Wiseman, you probably want one of them. It's going to be it's a big ask, Sam, to ask for both of those guys to pop. But of course, if they both do, even I think even if you get one of those guys to pop and be a star, you probably have a championship ceiling um but again that's all it's all well I mean doesn't it come back to doesn't it come back to how long can Steph stay at this level? yeah that's what I was gonna say it's all back to Steph anyway if Uh, we're if you want to be honest about it like how long can Steph maintain this level which based on what we saw last year I feel pretty confident at least a couple more years maybe even longer he might be the Tom Brady of basketball um in which case you still have Andrew Wiggins who is not you know. Either he unlocked something, or he's gonna at minimum stay at this level. Do what he for the just next did, three yeah. four years, because yeah. he's not he's not over the hill or anything. He's twenty seven. He'll turn twenty eight next year. One of these guys pops with him. Now you're talking about a really athletic team around an older but still hyper skilled and high IQ staff. So um, I don't know. It's it's interesting. We'll we'll see. Um, in the short term, I have more questions, but let's take it to the next question. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ron Dizzle, not summer league related, but after game four pod, Andy asked Sam if that was Steph's best game ever. And Sam said he could only answer if the dubs won the finals. What do you think now, Sam? That was Steph's best game ever. Um, you have to, you have to consider the circumstances. That was like, you know what that reminded me of? That was like LeBron game six in 2012 going into Boston. Yep. That was like, um yeah. Uh, let let me go through it. That's, that was like one of those iconic, I'm, you know, I'm going into a hostile atmosphere and I'm going to get the win. And he had the, the crowd cheering for him. So yeah, that's, that's Steph's defining, you know, he's, he's had so many great moments, but that was his best game. It's crazy that he has that game. Remember when LeBron did that performance, uh, he had no championships. Steph did this with three. Um, and I think that's part of the conversation around Steph that's been uh, just different from every other superstar is that they were saying this stuff about Steph when he's already been a three-time champion. So to do this again, and LeBron did that at what, age 25, 26? Steph is 34. 27, but yeah. yeah. Um, How do you know that off the top of your head? It's incredible. Uh, <laughs> It's just it's just one, not just his best game ever, it's one of the greatest games ever. We just watched one of the greatest games ever, Giannis last season, game six. I mean, like that was that, but that was up three, two, right? And and, but again, Giannis was also hurt. He had that injury. So this was Steph's same thing. Steph's hurt, they're going down three, one, they lose that game, it's over. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I like this question from Bobby Peru. Summer League doesn't really matter, but what would you need? What would need to happen for you to consider it a big success? And then on the flip side, a big failure. You want to go first or? I'm going to do a uh, big failure, actually. Um, I think if Wiseman doesn't play any of the games this summer league, that's a failure. Um, because that tells me that he has, it's not talent. It's not skill. It's worse. It's physical. That tells me he's on that path to just not being able to play basketball for the rest of his career. That's a failure, Sam. To me, Rollins doesn't play, Baldwin doesn't, whatever. Moses Moody didn't look that great, fine. Kaminga goes out there, doesn't, whatever. We already saw those two kids play. I think they'll get better this season. What is a failure? If Wiseman doesn't play, and it's because he's physically injured, then I think he might be cooked. I agree with you. That's the obvious one for biggest failure, especially since he's five on five now. And they say he's going to play just getting his conditioning, right? Summer league really he said he's going to play, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like yeah. uh, failures. If he doesn't get on the court. Now I'm going to take the success one since you took the failure sure. one success. Uh, one Wiseman plays. And what if he plays multiple games? Let's get him out there twice. Let's see him play twice. Um, that's a success. I'm not really concerned about his performance level right now. He just needs to get some burn. Um, I want to see Moses Moody improve as a playmaker. I don't think his role on the Warriors is going to be a playmaker. He's going to be more of the glue guy, um, like you said, but it is intriguing to see him make decisions on the ball. So I'd like to see that. That would be a success for me. And the final one is I think Kuminga is probably only going to play one game. Um, I want him to show out. For me, a big success for Kuminga is he shows up and he – he looks like the second year player where you're like, Why are you here, dude? Remember when Clay played in, sec- in Summer League his second year? I He had something like, it, he was just in game six Clay mode playing against guys. He's way too good. And the Warriors sent him home to like, You don't need to be here, you know? So I want that's what I would consider success. And hopefully it happens. Yep. Do you, from Mateo. Do you think we get a game where Wiseman, Kuminga, Moody, and Baldwin all play together? (laughs) Uh, No, Uh, because I just, I just, is Baldwin even going to play? You had that ankle injury. I I just think that's a question. And, And with playing time too. Um, it's it's just hard to play all those guys together or at the same like at the same time, just not really a good fit. Like I would try to not play Kaminga and Wiseman at the same time, like just for fit issues. Anyway, I don't think that's that important. Oh, I disagree I think, with you. It's summer league. throw just them out whatever. I need to see what it looks like so I can figure out if there's a way to make it work or not. Because you're gonna season. see that in 2026. Um yeah, yeah sure. I mean, I, I don't think those guys will be, but yeah, why not? Well, I, I don't think it's happening because I don't think Patrick Baldwin is cl- going to play. Yeah, honestly, right. he's injured, right. so that's it's a cop out. Now, do we see the other three together? Mm, maybe Sunday, maybe Tuesday. I think there's a chance. I think it would be good for Warriors morale if all three of them just got one game together in the summer league. Let's see how it looks. You know, my my annoyance is like. Here is like, dude, it's it's summer league. Get these guys to just play basketball, man. I get it though. Kamingo just came back, and he might be good. He might be too good. All that stuff. But is it that hard, Sam? Is it that hard to just ask if if can these guys play basketball? Just watch Josh I and mean, play last night. Conditioning, that guy's Conditioning, whatever. You know, there's there's a bunch of reasons. I yeah. I would like to see it, but yeah, um, I'm just selfish, man. I just want to watch these kids play basketball. All right. From Ben of Us at Ben of Us. I truly believe that after the championship, multiple ring chasers will join warriors, this free agency. Are you concerned that basically none have joined? That's a question for you, my friend. I'm asking you, are you concerned yet? Am I concerned? No. And I think part of that is because the warriors wanted it to be that way. Um, I think there were players that wanted to join the warriors. I think the warriors were looking very hard at, at some other veterans, but I think they made their decision, and I think the decision is more the GP2 one. I think they always thought Otto was going to go. I think Namaya Bielitsa, they, they kind of tried, but I think they were okay with letting him go. I think JTA and and eh, I think you kind of just live with those guys gone. GP2 is the real big one. Um, that's the one that hurts. But other than that, I think there's still a couple of spots left. They're just going to get a couple of vets, so I think we have to wait. That's the bailout answer. Like We got to wait right? Until the actual season to see what other players that they have. Cause something tells me that they've got another vet that they're going to sign at least one uh, before the season starts. I think they need multiple and I'm not concerned yet just because um, we still don't know who's getting bought out. There's going to be some buyouts. A lot of the, a lot of the free agent market is being held up by the, the, the nets. Like any way you slice it, people want to see where KD lands before making a decision. Um, so as annoying as that all is, it just is what it is. Also, I'd like to point out guys like um, Bielitsa didn't sign at the, meeting, at the beginning of free agency last year. And in general, uh, sometimes these signings go all the way to September. So while I'd like them to add some some veterans already and do some stuff, I'm not concerned just yet. Like there there are guys who are sitting out there who are unsigned. So let's see how, let's see how it breaks before we. um,
0: The the other thing,
1: the other thing too, is it's some of these veterans, I think probably want more in a row than what they're going to get. I think what Otto and belly got with the warriors, they, they they didn't ask for 30 plus minutes a game. Like that wasn't their thing. I think they were content being bench guys and, and being able to play a role, but I think some of the veterans that I think Warriors fans, I think you and I too, are, are kind of like, well, they were never going to get like a high usage role player. I like think TJ Warren, right? Like, I don't know if they were ever in love with the TJ Warren because TJ Warren probably wants to play 28 to 32 minutes a game. And, and he be wants able 15 to, shots. Yeah. I was going to say, he probably wants a bunch of shots. So I, I just, look, he's cool. I think he's a, he's a good player. He's It's probably a good fit with the Warriors, but I just think those, those aren't really going to happen. You probably want someone more like a – be elite so but again like all of that is too is earmarked to we just like we've been talking about like they're just going to have to play Mooney and kaminga i don't know what else you're supposed to do can't hide you can't hide forever those kids are gonna have to play although Weisman's i also want forever i also i want to point out Igudala hasn't even made a decision on next year guys like blake griffin are undecided uh carmelo anthony if that's your cup of tea is undecided i don't really think they please, need to no, I think no. they just I think they just need glue guys, honestly. I agree. Um I agree. Markeith Morris, no decision. He could fit into an auto-type, you know, uh role. Lamarcus Aldridge, undecided, Wancho undecided. As you can see, I want them to add a front court player. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, my my point is uh, a lot of these guys tend to take a few weeks because at this point, they're looking at vet minimums from everyone. It's not like that offers going away anytime soon. So it's a question of how much time they want to wait on it., yeah. uh, we'll see. I'm not um all, all all that is is a roundabout way of saying not time to get concerned yet. The only the only concerns is they lost GP two. All right, let's keep it let's keep it moving. What we got next? I really I really think Auto is the bigger deal. Um, you are not. You do not think that. You really I, you've gone full hipster. You think losing Auto is more important than losing GP two? I think they have oh my God. one healthy big man, and Auto played center next to Draymond a lot last year. Um, I think they just they they need. Not a traditional big, but a Warriors big, which is really like kind of like a 3-4. You know what I'm saying? They need they need a bigger wing who will play big for them at this point. That's where I'm concerned. Because I'm looking at this roster, and whether you're high on Wiseman or you're not, we can't trust him to stay healthy. Sorry, it's the truth. Uh Looney just put together an Iron Man season. What happens if he misses a month? You know? Um, draymond missed half of last year like that i'm at some point they need to add a body who can play the four or the five they can't just throw kuminga and moses moody at center i mean they might but uh, that's yeah those guys are gonna get hurt if they do that's just that's my maybe it's not that auto is more important than gp2 it's just like a positional need thing i'm sitting here going like can we sign someone over six nine you know over six eight that type of thing yeah so i I think gp2 is more important to winning but I, I, your point is taken, and I think that's why they'll sign a big. So, yeah, a, a warrior big. I mean, you you guys all know what we're talking about. Six. Like, yeah, we're not yeah, we're right. not talking about adding Enis Cantor. Sorry, Enis Freedom. God uh, damn, <laughs> Hassan Whiteside! Please God, if they sign Hassan, I I, see, I will stop being a Warriors fan. If they sign Hassan Whiteside, then. <laughs> I serious. I mean, geez. Yeah, hey, I will say at least last year they acknowledged the type of players that work in their system. So it yeah, would be like, hula- it would be hilarious if they came back with go like back. the back right side. Yeah, <laughs> like that's why Dante G Vincenzo is on the team. That's why they spent damn near the tax player mid level to get him. It's he's that he's a good Warrior system type of player. Now whether he's going to be good or not is is a question. But in theory, right, he's that yeah. type of player for the Warriors. Yeah. Either way, just. Get me big man depth. I don't, I don't need, I don't need a uh I don't need a superstar. Hopefully Wiseman ends up superseding who this guy is anyway. But I would like to have a body so we don't get into January and Wiseman and Looney are both injured and we're watching Moses Moody at center. You know what I mean? I, you know, it. some of the some of the stuff we, you and I were talking about last season about getting a big man was always was always about the regular season. Like it's not about the postseason. We right. know that in the postseason, those bigs are going to be useless. But in the regular season, you got to get through 82 games. You need a big to get through 82 games. So,
0: with you. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: All right, for Mikas, do we expect Wiggins to garner more media attention, maybe all defense consideration and all-star status again, based on new media perception of him after the finals run and how he performed? Do we expect that Wiggs to carry over consistently to the regular season? I don't know. If there's for So, yes, to answer the first question, yes, I think he is going to get a lot more media attention, um, maybe not an all star, Sam, but just more. I think a lot of the conversation around him the last few years is about kind of, quote unquote, being uh, let down or a bust when he was in Minnesota and like, hey, he, he's better now. But um, and it's kind of a joke all star. I think that all that's gone out the window. I think now it's like, hey, this guy is legitimate two way star in the NBA. Um, but the second question, do we expect ways to carry over consistently? I don't know. I I feel like the, the the amount of energy exerted in that playoff run. I don't think you can do that all the time in the regular season the way he was playing. So, um, and and that's fine to me. That's fine. Um, but he's also in a contract year, so maybe he averages twenty four points on efficient shooting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't think the scoring's going up just because there's a lot of mouths to feed. Um, but I'm Jordan calling my not sh- allowing that to happen. I'm like, calling my shots, he's making all defense this year. I think what people saw him do in the playoffs last year is going to be fresh in people's minds. And so, no matter what anyone says, so much of the all defensive team is perception because, like, there's like 12 all defense team worthy players every year, and like who makes the team is largely perception based, you know. So, I I think Wiggs is going to end up with an all-defensive consideration this year, and I'm telling you he's going to make one of those two teams. All-Star, I would not be surprised. Bam Bam could get out there. Um, I'm expecting – I would not be surprised if Clay and Wiggins made All-Star next year on the back of fervent Warrior fan vote just to really annoy everyone when they see, like, um, Luka have to come off the bench or something. Uh, in the all-star game or LeBron off the bench bench. but like you know what I'm saying I think I think that's going to be legitimate and and I do agree with the overall sentiment that Mikas is saying now that everyone saw him do it on the biggest stage no one's going to be critical of him if he's playing with let's just say like b minus effort in December no, like no. you and I are going to be like eh, whatever you know last year I was just like dude you're not you haven't proven yourself that you can like flip the switch. So what are we doing here? You know. Now I know that he can. I'm a little less concerned if he goes through like a stretch where he's not rebounding the ball. Yeah, no, with you. Th- there is also a, probably another gear offensively that he could get to. It goes. Keep in mind playoffs. He didn't shoot very well. He didn't. So there might there might be maybe he improves there. But I'm yeah, think. I think that's also just kind of a playoff thing. A lot of dudes shoot high thirties, forty percent in the regular season. Aren't going to shoot that against like the Celtics hard closeouts, you know what I mean? He missed a lot of open ones. I I don't want to break. I don't want to relitigate that. You're you're right, but I mean, it's just, I I feel like if you look at the numbers, everyone shoots worse in the playoffs. Shocker, better defenses, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, except for Steph, except for Steph. They, oh, I was at the same time, (laughs) except for Steph. Uh, um, no, but that's actually part of the reason Steph and are who they are, there's not a huge variance in their playoff and regular yeah. season performance. Like Steph's just as likely to have a random six for 20 shooting game I against know. Orlando as he is against the Boston Celtics in the finals. Like, yep. it's not really the defense. It's just kind of like, well, I'm going to have one of these every five or so games. Yep. yep. And the Warriors won it anyway, um, yeah. because of Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> 27 points. Never forget. All right, so from Looney's Stan account, is it worth trading KD to get Wiseman off the roster? He's going to tank whatever lineup he's in and we're much better when he didn't play the last two years. He needs one good summer league game instead of out. All right, all right, I get it. You know, you're you're standing for your guy, Looney. (laughs) All I'm going to say is I think this is Steve Kerr's burner. Because who is the biggest Looney stand you know? Steve anyway. Kerr. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm not. If you're if your sentiment is like you're worried that uh, Wiseman's gonna they're gonna play Wiseman when he doesn't deserve it, I don't. I, I just I don't buy that Steve Kerr is gonna play him over Looney in games that matters if he's not ready. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Steve Steve's gonna Steve's gonna ride his guys he trusts. We know he trusts Looney. Looney's in the inner circle, so. He's in the inner circle. Um, you know how good Kevon Looney is defensively in big-time situations? Like I bet you Steve Kerr wouldn't play DeAndre Ayton over him in those situations. That is how good Kevon Looney is. So this is not a wise bid issue. This is a how can we get a better big than Looney? Even Looney was better than Draymond Green in specific situations in the NBA Finals. That's, that's just fact. So at least for the Warriors. So, uh, and why issue? It's more of a, can we get guys like you said to get minutes? And as for training for KD, we, we talked about it. I mean, yeah, we talked about it. I, I want it to happen purely to watch the online meltdown. I'm going to be honest with you. Like I'm, it's it would be a trolling holiday, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's not happening. So yeah. you know I'm in for it. So I think it would be hilarious. But. Um, Andy in Oakland, given Guy's surprise flashes and recent investment in our development staff, would you prioritize Gee being with the big club in some capacity instead of staying in Brazil? You want me to take this real quick? Yeah. Yeah. All right. One, I don't think he's staying in Brazil. I think he's going to be on the G League team. Two. I don't think how many roster spots are they giving to young guys? By the way, Gee looks like he has incredible feel and good size. Yes, he does. Watching his jump shot, just first thing that stands out to me is like, gonna need to speed that up for, against the NBA. You know, he's gonna have to get a little better yeah, with he's that. He's got work to do, yeah. Yeah. And, but anyway, the bigger question is how many guys are you gonna keep on the roster under the age of 21? I think, in some ways, while I think he could absolutely be a Warriors player, it makes sense to stash him. Um, that's my overall opinion there. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, uh, and the, and the two-way stuff, I think you won't probably won't find out what's going to happen with the two-way stuff until later on in training camp. I think, right. Like they've got less, well, they Yeah. They named Lester. Um, yeah. I guess the question, I think Weatherspoon's going to end up making the yeah, roster. That's, that's the other one is Weatherspoon who's 25. Is he going to make it? And then Ryan Rollins, is he going to be on the roster? They, they say most likely, but you know, or is maybe. He a two-way? two way, yeah. two way. Exactly. So, um, Yeah, dude, it's going to be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, I think you're right. They're probably not going to make a decision tomorrow or anything. What two players from the summer league squad from Rue did you want to see on a two-way, if any? Um, Since we know Quinones is on one, I'm going to say let's wait and see because no one is really – like Jessup just hasn't popped. No, he's been bad. I, I, no one else on the summer league team has popped yet, but like, we'll see. Let's see how it goes with Vegas. Maybe, maybe someone does. I'll throw a name out for you. Um, Cause this is good timing, but Matt McClung is paying. It's playing. I don't know if actually, if you can, I, I doubt it. I'm just saying shit, but do you know that Matt McClung is, is playing for the Warriors t- tonight on, or he will be playing on the Warriors summer league team. Um, I just saw that. I thought that was pretty funny. I thought he was on so, the Lakers. I know. I know. So I'm sure I'm sure he's I'm sure he's still uh going oh, to, be able to I just think I, it's funny cuz Rollins is hurt. I'm um, seeing it. Wow, this this is breaking news. Breaking. Um uh, he I, th- th- I think they I think, think they just picked them up. I think like, they just picked them up. Yeah, they did just pick him up. Like that's yeah. not a, you know. Um I'm I'm intrigued. I, he can play. I don't know if he's gonna be able So I don't know he the rules play. there though, Sam. Like, I don't know the rules. Like, did they pick him up just for the summer league? Cause like it's whatever, it doesn't matter. They there haven't no released post, but- the terms, but they could easily have done some sort of non-guarantee section 10. Okay. Uh, it's too early to tell at this point. Okay. So um but I'm with you. Other than that, there's really nobody else that, that's really that's really popped on the team. I watched Bouye for the USF kid yesterday to play, and I was like, damn, would have been nice if the Warriors had got him. So anyway, I, I love that kid. Okay, let's do this one. Hayden's asking, what's one area of improvement you'd like to see for each of Wiseman, Kuminga, and Moody? So one skill, one thing you want each of them to improve in. One thing you want to see in summer league. I like this question because yeah. I got one for every one of them. Okay, okay. You want to go first? Uh, yeah, okay. let's. Let, well, let's just go name by name. Let's start with Wiseman. One area of development you'd like to see, um, one, I just want to see him on the court, but I want to see him play with aggression. I want to see physical dominance G, uh summer league big men are generally not good like aside from the lottery picks most of these guys are not going to make an nba roster i want to see him physically dominate i mean that's shit sam that's a good one since i can't choose that one uh, and i've been saying this for the past couple years um defensive awareness Defensive awareness is probably the one that's the big the, the biggest thing that'll keep him on the floor. Actually, it's not the shooting, it's not the dribbling, it's not the passing, uh, it's not the hey, I'm K, I'm seven foot three KD. Like it's not the stuff that'll keep him on the floor. It's can he play defense? Um, because if he can, he's going to have a very long NBA career, regardless of what he does on the offensive end. Because worst comes to worst on the offensive end, he's just a Rudy Gobert rim runner. But if he can play defense, he can play on the Warriors. Maybe not this season, but the next 10 seasons. So, um, And what that means, really, he was really bad, which is expected of everyone. Kaminga, same thing, and even Moody, is he was just really bad in terms of help defense awareness and figuring out off-ball where to be, especially someone like him because he's a big man, right? So you would see a bunch of guys just go right by him even when he had to step on those guys. Just He just didn't know where to be. And so that's that's probably the biggest thing for me is defense for him so can he? Can we see incremental improvements there? I'm not asking him to be Rudy Gobert, but what are the improvements? Okay, uh, Kuminga, uh, handle. I think the handle will be the determining skill and whether he's a superstar, well, you know, he, it, whether he's a star or a role player. Um, he's got freak athleticism, we know he can finish with the best of them. He's showing he can hit an open jumper, but the handle is going to open up his game. Yeah, I think you're looking at it like more long term. I'm looking at short term. So I'll go with, again, defense, but specifically rebounding. Um, he is quite possibly the most, most athletic player on the team. I still think it's Wiggins. And what did Wiggins do all postseason? He averaged 16 rebounds a game, right? So if Kaminga uh, can turn that switch on and he can start being a beast offensively and defensively, really what, what made Wiggins so great was rebounding on both ends. Like it it was those big rebounds in game four and crashing the offensive glass was really impressive. Yep. Yep. So if Kaminga, because he's so athletic, like sometimes you don't even need to box out. Like I wouldn't know anything about that, Sam, but for someone like him, you're like, you don't need to box out. He can just be a monster. Your your shot might be off. You might be turning the ball over, but if you're a monster on the glass, you're going to be a playable, you're going to be able to play basketball on the warriors uh, right away. Yeah. Um, for Moody, I'm going to also go with, I'm going to go with playmaking. I think he's showing signs that he could be someone you can use as a hub in the offense um, to make decisions, very smart player. I want to see how that improves. I want to see if, if he can run a pick and roll, uh, if he can set other players up. He shows signs of it, and I'm just curious. Yeah, um, real shocker. I go defense again. I think his help defense is pretty good. Uh, I think he knows where to be. I, I think he's got great feel for the game, better than the other two guys. Um, but I think he's slow um and so i think he's kind of getting by on anticipation it Looked like he got a little bigger so can he guard guys like you always say point of attack I don't, I don't know um he's still young so so really truly you don't know but i always talk about danny green dude danny green was an elite defender on and off the ball so if moody's going to get there he's going to have to be an elite defender on the ball especially to survive in the nba can he do that you know we'll see yeah um from gw are you are you concerned with too many veterans leaving and re- being replaced with young kids. I think we kind of touched on this already. Yes. Yep. Um, yes. I want to yeah. see what the final roster is before that, but like, yeah, they need to add a couple of vets. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like not even like they need to play 25 minute vets. It's just like, Hey, they just need vets. Iguodala and a vet who will play four or five for them alone would probably do the trick, yes. but yeah, yes. it's like, do, do a little of that. Um, Last question. Okay. Any truth to the rumor, Big Jim grew two inches and added 45 pounds of muscle since being drafted? I can't tell Uh, if this is a joke question. I haven't heard this, honestly. Um, He was pretty huge the first time I saw him, and he's still pretty pretty damn tall. Um, I I feel like when you're that tall, I can't even tell if you add an inch. (laughs) He has added muscle. I don't know if it's 45 pounds, but... Yeah, I, I, I have no idea, but uh, I'm more worried about staying healthy. Is adding 45 pounds of muscle when you have a knee injury that's kept you out 16 months a good thing? I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, well, uh, well we'll see. All right, we'll be out of here. I'll be back live from Vegas, giving Woo! you some of the sights and sounds of Summer League. Uh, all right, guys.